Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. It is Life Planning 101 right here on KETX KWBY on this marvelous Monday morning. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, it's a morbid morning. The day after <laughs> Cowboys got slaughtered. I'm wearing black if you don't notice. Their We're listeners can't see that. Yes. Um, but so why not just talk about investing? Market's at an all time high. Let's talk about that. There's some glory to be found. But um, that is what we're going to be talking about. Of course, uh, we have our uh, monthly guest on the show today, Aaron Kennedy, our very own uh, charter financial analyst at Kennedy Financial Services, and um, excited to have him. You know, I, I know we're getting a lot of questions. Well, is the, is the market about to top out? Is are things about to start heading the other way? And you know, those are very crystal ball questions. <laughs> and so, as I was thinking about what to write on this week and what to talk about, I really thought about what we preach all the time and what we do ourselves. You know, uh, with our own investments and how we kind of follow some very basic foundational rules to invest. Investing. And, you know, the thing about investing is, is I think oftentimes people overcomplicate it because it is complicated. And that is our Twitter poll this week. So tweet us at KFS Life Planning and let us know, is investing complicated to you? You know, because I do believe we live in a world today is very different from a world back in the 80s or 70s where primarily things were just stocks and bonds and mutual funds. And that, that was it. And, you know, today there are so many options available when it comes to investing to buy real estate. You don't have to go put 20% down and go to a bank. You can find real estate on a traded market. To find private debt, you can find it on a traded market. You can find private equity on a traded market. And there's so many things about that and so many uh, things that seem so intimidating. And, you know, that's just the start of it because once you figure out what you want to invest in, then there's a thousand different ways to invest in it. (laughs) Then there's the how-to on top of all of that. You know, we live in a very electronic world. It's not what it used to be of just picking up the phone and calling your broker (laughs) and saying, I want to buy this. And the trade was placed and you didn't have to worry about it. Now it's like, how the heck do I even get this done? And I think, um, you know, it's led a lot of people to what we call a confused mind. And we have a saying about a confused mind is that a confused mind says no. And the problem with no today is when you say no, you really are saying yes to something. You're saying yes to hurting your future potentially. Right. And, you know, and that's just because if you don't invest and keep up with what you call the cost of living adjustments, that nasty little inflation word every year, you go broke safely. You don't keep up with the way money is moving and the speed of it. And I actually pulled out my handy dandy little calculator and I thought, well, you know, we're already we're thinking inflation's about four percent right now. And how long would it take for, uh, you know, a hundred dollars to be worth half of that if we keep the current inflation rate? And it's seventeen years. Wow. 
Yeah. So, you know, most people invest for the long term, right? Right. So, and you're actually not only just losing the returns on your investments, but you're also losing to inflation itself and you're going backwards. So, you know, what you're stuck between a rock and a hard place ultimately. You have this nasty little thing called inflation, you've got this confusing thing called investing, and you don't know how to do it, right? So, we thought, well, why don't we make this simple and something that people can understand? And really, when we get to the foundation of what we do at Kennedy Financial Services and with with investing, and I'm going to let Aaron speak to a lot of this um, in his own words, because I know he came prepped um, with a market report, and especially since things are at a high, these are even more important. You know, number one, it's understanding your risk and then picking a risk that you can stick with, not something that you get in and out of, right? Number two, investing in things that make sense. Uh, you know, a lot of people hear the latest and greatest something, and they expect to have a home run off of that. But does that something actually make sense? Right. Right. I always go back to gold on this. Um, gold confuses the heck out of me. I don't understand it because what is it used for? Why does it make sense in our environment? You know, if we go back to the gold standard, obviously, but then I think we're all going to be raising chickens. I, I, I don't know. So, you know, that's just an example of, you know, things, what, what makes sense. And then, you know, making it systematic. Make it something that you can force your emotions out of investing. Because like right now, you know, you have either two emotions about the market. You're either euphoric that, oh my gosh, the market's going up. It's going to continue to do this forever. Let's buy, 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 buy. And you're about to get slaughtered or I want to just go down because you bought everything at the top of the market. Or you may say, no, 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 no. And then we have another five or 10 years of run up in the market. And, you know, either way, you get hurt. Right. So making it systematic is very important. So as we work through the program today, um, we're going to talk about these three things and we're going to have some insight from our very own CFA. And because this gentleman, I you know, this is often overlooked, but Aaron has studied on these on behavioral economics of what people do, how they invest emotionally forever. He's uh, looked at historical charts in all aspects, whether it be tactical or active management or passive management, and how all that plays out. And, you know, the bottom line is there is no crystal ball. And, you know, I think hearing from someone that has done the research and knows exactly what they're talking about when it comes to investing and then bringing it back into, you know, how does that apply to me is a very important thing that we don't often do we often are just looking for that one home run and that's not gonna happen not gonna happen <laughs> it's not gonna happen for 99 percent of people one in a million one in a, oh, okay sorry okay so there is a there's chance. the cfa all right so when we come back let's hear from our side. yeah let's hear from our very own aaron kennedy at kennedy financial services we'll be back with more right after this on ktx kwby Life Planning 101 continues here on KTX KWBY. Angela? Three simple rules for investing. We're going to get to them. Um, but first and foremost, we are going to hear from Aaron Kennedy, our very own CFA, on the actual markets, what we were just talking about in the break, up 21% since yeah. uh, Donald Trump got elected. So, um, yes, and we all thought the world was going to crash and, and burn. So Yes, and it, well, it is. Still crashing and burning. Oh, okay. Court, depends on who you talk <laughs> to, you what channel you're listening to. <laughs> you know, uh, There's always doom and gloom. You can find it anywhere. Always doom and gloom. No, the, the market has done phenomenal. 
you know, up over 20%. And you know what? The U.S. is on the lowest portion of that. Wow. You know, uh, several countries in Europe that are up 25. You know, emerging markets are doing outstanding. The whole globe is growing. And it, it's it's wonderful. And it's just not stocks all by themselves. You know, GDP here in the U.S. is up 3% for the quarter, which is fantastic. Earnings growth is a little bit over 6% as of Friday for the third quarter. Those are all fantastic numbers. Things are moving. So this is, I, I get a lot of questions of are we at the top and what should I do? And get a lot of comparisons to what's going on right now to what happened in 99. But if we look back at 99, we didn't have earnings growth. We had prayer growth. We had hope growth. Y2K prayer, please don't crash and burn. (laughs) Nobody was making money at the time, but we are making good money now. Are things expensive? Yes, they are very expensive here in the U.S. Um, You know, we're one of the most expensive markets in the world. But there is earnings behind it. And it's kind of a strange thing to think about. But we have what the Fed's been doing with interest rates, which has probably artificially pushed our earnings up, which have made things more expensive regardless. But... If you look at where the market's taking us, it is the path to efficiencies. Here in 10 years, I will be so efficient, I'll be able to drive to work, reading a paper, and drinking coffee. My car will do it for me. You know, look where we're going. Just turn on our computer and it will do everything for us. We want a grocery list, we look at our phone. I remember growing up and me and my mom would open up the paper and look for a movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else remember that? Yes, yes. absolutely. Uh, what times? Uh, but we could do yeah. this one eight, and we could still make it across town to make this. Right. Oh my gosh. Curbside no, pickup at Walmart doesn't doesn't happen mm-hmm. anymore. You know, but what's driving the market is these efficiencies, and I think the market's really trying to wrap its head around how we should price this. You know, just think about if one little microchip can take the place of three people behind a desk. That changes how we should price things and how profits and margins take place. You know, so I think this is where the market is really fighting right now with how expensive things are. Are things different this time? No, we'll get a reality check. The market still is expensive and it will come back down to a fair price, but it's a struggle. It's such a struggle, I would hate to say, no, get out, this is the end, or this is the time to get in. We're at a point that we need to be extremely disciplined with how we invest and why we invest. And as long as you have those two questions answered in your mind, you'll be fine. Absolutely fine. But if you don't, and if there's any question there whatsoever, it's, it's going to get rocky, and it's, it's going to be very difficult. So it goes back to, you know, number one, getting that risk right. Yes, get your risk right. Absolutely get your risk right. And if you want to get a feel for what I'm saying, go look at any chart and then break it down. Break it down to 2001, 2000, 2002. Look how painful that was. What would have happened if you had invested the day before Armageddon? It'd be ugly, but you'd be okay right now. Yeah, you would. You'd be up. Yeah. What about 07? What if you'd have started on 07? Towards the end of 08. You'd be up? You'd be up. 
And the more time goes by, you know, the, the better it'll feel. You know, that's just a little blip in history. Horrible blip. <laughs> just a blip in history. And, and the longer time you actually use, which I'm saying use is being invested, the, the smaller of a hiccup that will become. Right. You know, and I, th- I think of it like this, you know, uh, we have a software we've been using for the past year, it actually stress tests the exact portfolio to see the damage that can be done during a downturn. And so you, you can say, I'm comfortable with that, or I'm not comfortable with that. And I, I kind of like it wouldn't it be great if you could go and buy a car, and you knew what could happen to that car you knew what service issues you knew if the transmission was going to blow you knew if you're going to have to replace tires in so many years but we don't know right Right. we never know with a car and even though you don't know the exacts with investments you can get pretty dang close of what things can happen because we have i mean in reality the crash of 29 was almost 100 years ago we were almost there it's almost 90 years ago and that's a lot of history in the markets to be able to see patterns and to see things that that can happen and obviously it's not everything but you know history does tend to repeat itself and we do we do know that because we're human behavior and we have that so you know if we can predict a lot of that uh, volatility and be able to find a place that you can get comfortable you know it's and i've mentioned this on the show before it's like picking out the roller coaster you want to ride you know, if you pick the Texas Giant, you do not jump off right before it starts going down, and you do not jump off when it's down, right? You stay on till the end because you would get hurt if you jump off That's at the any time. Way to do it. That's right. So, and and it's the same way with investing. Is exactly what Aaron is mentioning. You know, if you got in in 07, you stay for the ride because right now you'd be up. You're you know, okay. you're okay, and you're you're better shape than investing in a lot of other things, such as bonds or CDs wasn't fun but uh you know your future's bright you made it through and you got a decent return so when we come back the two other rules for simple investing you don't want to miss it final segment already of life planning 101 a lot to get through let's get after it. yes and uh, the three rules for simple investing you know i notice you don't talk as much when aaron comes on the show i'm just saying <laughs> well, I, i'm giving him his don't want to interrupt right you're so, here every week so. yeah thanks uh. appreciate that so we, we talked about understanding your risk and picking with something that you can stick with right and that's so important that's probably the most important part of investing um second of all is investing in, in things that make sense you know and i know everybody hears my toothbrush story all the time on the, the show but it's so true you know i brush my teeth every single morning and i do not plan to quit brushing my teeth and i really hope that y'all don't plan to quit brushing your teeth and, you know the truth is is even if it's a robot that does it for me in the future my teeth still have to get brushed right and as long as that is happening and as long as we continue to have a growing world population and as long as we continue to have more people coming out of poverty in the world it only makes sense that toothpaste and toothbrush companies would have an opportunity for growth or income absolutely right and that's something that makes sense to me i can get my head around around that you know and then you have all of this out here that 
And I think people don't understand it. And I think this is a little bit to what you were talking about, Aaron, is that, you know, the market doesn't know how to wrap its head around a new currency like Bitcoin or, you know, all of this new technology. And where does this fit in? And is this something that is something that makes sense or something that doesn't make sense? Do we know yet if it's something that we're going to use? Do we know yet if it's something that's just going to dissipate in the future? Because there has been those things in the past that have disappeared, right? And I think the biggest thing is, is at the end of the day, if you can see yourself being able to use something for many years to come, then it's probably safe to say you're probably okay right. with investing in it. And I think that's how Warren Buffett has done it. Over his. That is. Yeah. That, that's exactly the truth. That, yeah. that was one of uh, Buffett's criteria. Yep. So if you think it makes sense, it's probably a good thing. I, you know, I always, I know I'm going to put my head on a pillow at night and um, I'm going to sleep in a house and I know I'm going to use a computer. I know I'm going to drive my car and I know I'm going to fill it up with gas and I know there are certain things that have got to happen. And those are things that make sense. So that's really, that's really an important component and it really simplifies things. So when you think about all these thousands of investment options out there, what makes sense? And if it can't, if it can't make sense, just doesn't fit, doesn't fit, right? Um, and then the third thing, and I think this is most important, and I'll let Aaron speak to this a little bit because you have people, and this is this goes up to this goes back to the original question: Is the market overpriced? And you know, you have people that want to time the market all the time. We'd all like to time the market, but you have to remember: How did successful people, most successful people, become successful? How did most millionaires become millionaires? And it was by putting back one dollar at a time. Do you agree with that? Saving one dollar at a time, right? And it wasn't a windfall. It wasn't market timing. So why should yours be any different? Right. And you know, you you mentioned something in the first break, Terry, about making it systematic. If we just set it up on auto draft, we'll forget about it. If we don't, if we have to write that check, we may not save it, right? And it's so important to be able to do that. But what I want Aaron to kind of speak to here is because he does, he works with this a lot. You know, I always tell, he's not only a CFA, he's also a certified financial planner. And I think that brings him back to reality of human emotion, not just with the investing, because he knows how humans will react. And, you know, he's always talking about this. So Aaron, just talk a little bit about how important making it systematic actually is for people. It's probably one of the best brain tricks out there. We forget that we're even doing it. it. It takes the emotions out. But it's something that we can fall back on as well. Angela was talking about investing things that make sense or this systematic investing. But what I like to think of is how do we turn something into a positive? No matter what. Dang, the market's down 50% today. Everything I own is down 50% today. But... I bought today as well. That is a positive we can turn around that we can do with systematic investing. And more than likely, you would not take advantage of that if it was your own hand writing that check to that investment company. You'd You'd be be too scared to buy it 50% down. You know, but, but if it's automatic, you don't have a choice. And you just made one of the greatest investment decisions of your life. <laughs> right there, on accident. Right. And you didn't even do it. Yes. <laughs> right. You know, and, it, and it's just a wonderful thing. And if you've ever gone through the planning process, once you retire, you, you need to take care of yourselves for 20, 30 years. And you're not going to do that with a lump sum. Or, let's say, the majority of us aren't. 
we've got to be able to save this amount of money to retire on. And there's no better way to do it than one week at a time, one month at a time. You know, it's just it's how we get ready for work every week, you know, one pant leg at a time. Yeah. And, you know, if, if you do that every single day, you're going to make it. Right. You know, and Dalbar does that study every year. Uh, the average investor, you know, makes half on average or less than what yeah, uh, the wow. market makes. A quarter. Right. And, and it takes 1%. that out, right? Right. Quit thinking about it. More than likely, you're not smarter than the market. There is 1%. And more than likely, you're not that 1% that's going to be the market. <laughs> that's right. So um, to explain this further, make sure you visit uh, us online. You can uh, sign up for our weekly life lessons. We've got a great article this week that actually goes in depth on these three simple rules for investing. And it talks about the power of, of setting things up systematic. Um, and it's, it explains the exact process that we use with our clients. And by the way, I do want to tout that because Aaron built a process that in um, March of 2000, at the very bottom of the market, every single one of our clients that was following that process bought when the market was on yes, sale. Yes, we did. And that is powerful. So make sure you have something systematic. Make sure you have something in place so that when the next downturn does occur, you're ready for it. You know where to put your dollars. You can outpace inflation, and you can be successful for whatever goals you have in mind. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in Eastland, Texas. Make sure you start living life on purpose today. Visit us at kennedy-financial.com. God bless everyone. You can listen to this on iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, KTX Radio, and KWBYRadio.com. And again on Saturday. And again on Saturday. Don't miss us. Always good stuff here on Life Planning 101. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates. Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.